Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned. Yes. Uh, went out for dinner last night with uh, Carrie and a group of her friends. Now, Carrie's my loving, supporting partner, and she's really only ever makes fun of me in front of a group about, like, a couple of key things. And mm. one of them last night was on full display, and that is my childlike taste in food. Ah, um, your Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, was, she was priming her friends, who are the loveliest people. It was the nicest night, had a great evening, great meals. Uh, but, yeah, so I did lean into my childhood uh, fascination for very basic, very simple food. I feel like it sucks a little bit when you go out for dinner, but I do feel like someone needs to be made dunce of the table. And I was. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I I was the newest member of the group. I understood every part of the role I had to play last night. I just think it makes the the night easier. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it makes, it's like, this guy's a punching bag. So Mm -hmm. like, if you've got a joke and it goes quiet for a second, just make a joke at this this person's expense. Carrie's friends are, like a couple of her other friends all took turns in being that person. So (laughs) they were different topics, but they kept coming back to the food for yeah. me. And what I ordered, we went out for Italian and it was fantastic. But what I ended up ordering was spaghetti bolognese. I, well, I thought you were going to say spaghetti O's. Yeah. So <laughs> the bolognese is at least. You've, 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 I nearly got gnocchi, but then I went, I went no, I'll get the spaghetti, spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. I didn't call it skeddy, but I thought I'll get the spaghetti bolognese. Bo- yeah. I don't know what this bolognese thing is, but if this is similar to skeddy and butter, yeah. I'll take some of that. Have yeah. some of that, thank you. Yeah. Um, so the table mocked me a little bit. Um, Do you get garlic bread as well? Pardon? Do you get garlic bread as well? Uh, I did get a bit of garlic bread. But garlic bread for the table, garlic yeah. bread for you. No garlic bread for the table. Yeah, but nice. Then, um, yeah, friend known. He was like, "You might want to keep a slice of that for your for your spaghetti bolognese." I was, so I was like, "That is a genius maneuver," and I'm going to do that. I'm not judging you at all with spaghetti bolognese and garlic bread. It mm. is a winning combination. But then, uh, no, the the, mo- the great ideas from Noni started to turn to mocking when it became about you really should have got like a dinosaur spoon when when they brought the spaghetti <laughs> yeah. bolognese. Do they have nuggies kind of here yeah, as well. Sort of yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's fine. Sippy cup for it you. It was fine. And the reason I know it was fine is because, and I'm not naming the restaurant for a very specific reason, two of the people at the table had problems with their meal. Mm. One of Carrie's friends, he started eating some of his meal and he was like, this tastes like Vegemite. It shouldn't taste like Vegemite. It's too salty. And then everyone had a bite from the table and everyone's like, yeah, no, it does. It tastes a little bit like Vegemite. What food? Would you, like, it, was you say- it was gnocchi. It was Oh, the gnocchi yeah, tasted, the gnocchi tasted like a, bit a little, like bit, bit, a little bit strange. Yeah. yeah. a little bit different. Did you taste the gnocchi? Did not taste the gnocchi. Then because you're that- like, I have nothing to compare no, it to. I, but I also <laughs> thought, look, I'm going to stay. This is why, and I'm, I'm getting to the end of this story because there's a very key reason why I didn't taste the gnocchi. Okay. Uh, then there was some, like, a seafood dish with prawns that also tasted a little bit strange apparently there were people sort of having a little bit of a question about that do you know who ate his entire meal and had absolutely no problem with it and (laughs) thought it tasted the greatest that any spaghetti bolognese has ever tasted yeah Uh, this guy by getting the most simple thing on the menu they can't stuff it up they cannot (laughs) stuff it up and you end up having the greatest meal i I didn't have any i didn't have any regret i didn't have any worry and no any suggestion of keeping the slice of garlic bread yeah of course perfect it was great (laughs) of course they give it to four-year-olds of course it's gonna be good this is what i do this is the method to the Madness. It's not ordering off the kids' meal. It's getting the most basic thing. So you know you're getting fed. You know it's going to be hard for a chef to stuff it up. And you know you're going to leave with a smile on your face. Yeah, okay. So here is your, this is your life mm-hmm. in a nutshell, in my, the way I said at the very least. You are wearing a black suit and tie to everything. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. 
Now, as a matter of fact, it's a very good staple. A lot of people very much enjoy it. It got through most people through a lot of hard times. This is spaghetti, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is the comparison I'm making. We need Lady Gaga's meat suits out in the world. Otherwise, like... It's all very boring. You aren't experiencing the meat suit. Yep. So then mm-hmm. you will never get a compliment that the meat suit would attract yep. because you're playing it so safe that you're never going to experience mm-hmm. what that's like. Sometimes, though, the meat suits, if they're out in the sun, they turn bad. And oh. that potentially is what happened with this food last you night. You can so. never go wrong <laughs> yeah. with a black suit. You can go disastrously wrong oh, with absolutely. a meat suit. Absolutely. But I'm saying sometimes the risk is worth the reward. And I would say that was an odd analogy, but it kind of works. I and saw- I Josh, my dad has retired recently, which means he's got a lot more time on his hands to the point where he said he's going to go back to work just because he wants to go back and hang out with his friend Josh. Mm -hmm. So the Bruard boys, me and my dad, have a work Josh. Yeah. We compared. It was very, very, very odd (laughs) comparing friends that are both named Josh. But my dad is... It's not a full-time job. He said he's, like, working maybe 10 hours a week, if that. Okay. It's like he's not doing really anything. He's just going in when he can be bothered. If they have a day where he's not doing anything, he would just go in and help at, like, a rail work company. <laughs> I really don't understand what he's doing. but He's the fat controller. He is. He said it. that's essentially what he wanted to be. He was like, I get to... The, the monocle, the top hat, yeah. the whole thing. He's like, I work in an office, so he's like, I'm not probably going to go in. He's like, I work with, like, 15 other fat mm. controllers, so and we're not all in top and tails. Like, and we're we, not all fat. Quite yeah. frankly. And as a matter of fact, I don't think any of us are fat. And we're also not going out and having pep talks with the trains. We yeah. sort of just like keep them on track through computers and stuff. It's not a morale boost exercise. Controller. <laughs> yeah. Please put a top hat on the computer screen. And a monocle. That's the very least you could do. But this is clearly not quench my father's first the thirst because he is still bored. Mm. I know this because he has come to me with a proposition, an investment that he would like me to look into. Um, before in the past, he's like... Tried to get me to buy a house, which I've tried to tell him is not as easy as it once was. No. Uh, so, I mean, I was lucky enough to do it during COVID. I uh, got my apartment. Yeah. I couldn't do that now. Yeah. That's- we were talking about that at dinner last night. What I did two years ago with my exact same financial setup right now, I couldn't do it again now. Yeah. It's, it's, I really feel like I missed the window. But Dad will send me apartments or houses, and I'm like, great. Don't know if I want to pay six hundred thousand dollars for a two bedroom apartment. Mm. That doesn't. That would be me. a steal. That, yeah, at, oh, at the moment, <laughs> yeah. I should be lucky to yeah. take that. But yeah, not uh, not really what I'm after. So instead, he's gone for a different tact. Him and like a f- few of his other friends, I feel like the main instigator is what he likes to refer to as his bookie, which is just a guy who likes watching horse racing. Yeah, they are trying to get in on a horse syndicate and like buy a horse. Hmm. And he wants you in. My dad wants me to invest. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> You're not retired. I'm not retired. No, you don't. You don't have money to spend on frivolous things like this. I don't have that much cash. I don't have that much liquid cash on me at the moment. To I don't especially have any- to buy, at least go in on buying a horse. No disrespect to your dad, uh, but. Is he accidentally stumbling upon the next Black Caviar, the next Maccabi Diva? Is he is he doing that, do we think? So, or do we think he's buying a race? This is where the problem... It's going to be like, okay. This is the problem yeah. that comes in. It's, his mate, the, the yeah. driving force behind this is a man named Roscoe. Mm-hmm. Roscoe from Moscow, which, yep. by the way, not. He's, he's from not. Deloraine, yeah, yeah. Tasmania. He's not is from he Moscow. going to find the next father? He's convincing my father that he has. Yeah, he's okay. like, you won't believe it. This paddock 
Out. Yeah, I, I don't believe yeah, it. No, no, neither do I. And, I. and I'm the one who's being looked at for money. These, like, uh, you know, there's the town Lilydale in Tasmania mm. that has a population of 40 people. There's a guy out there who has a paddock, and I'm telling you, I've this seen this horse. And I'm this like, This isn't Moneyball. Yes. Like, <laughs> you, I don't care how much math you've done. You don't find a pitcher with a bad elbow who, with the right technique, could just be like, it's you're either a thoroughbred racehorse or you're not. Exactly right. And I'm like, you know what? Because Moscow doesn't do this professionally mm. in any sort of capacity, and I know that him and my my dad are both retired. I have a feeling that they have a lot less on the table than I would. The one thing that they lost me on, and this very much, I feel like you could almost pick what it would have been. I said to my dad, I was like, all right, if we're all going in, by the way, it's not us three. There's like another four it's dudes. A it's yeah. a syndicate. I was like, do I at least get a controlling stake in what we name the horse? Mm. And dad was like, no, it's already been named. No, and I was then, like, absolutely the not. The only thing that you would get, me or you, to yeah. invest in this, gone. The only way I could care is if I named the horse, and it's already, it's like Salamander something. Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah, nah. I hate it. No, I don't want any part of this. Well, we'll see how depressed Ned gets when Salamander something yeah. wins the Melbourne Cup in three years. <laughs> keep your <laughs> yeah. eyes on Keep your eyes on it. <laughs> Josh, it's been a recent, well, not really. I feel like it's probably happened since people started performing live. People getting too rambunctious in the crowd and deciding, hey, how can I ruin this for every single person who's come to see this live musician perform? Yeah. Uh, I know. I'll make it all about me and I'll throw something at them from the stay, uh, from the crowd so they can't really see it coming. Uh, and then because I, it's coming from quite a distance, it's usually got some speed on it and it, it's going to really, really hurt the singer. Yeah. The Blues Brothers combated this by having a giant electronic grid that stopped, came down and stopped yeah. them from throwing things at them. The other artists don't don't go that past. And I honestly think that every artist should be given one of the Blues Brothers mm. devices because it frankly did stop the problem it in did. its tracks. Um, BB Rexa, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I remember seeing about it. She got like fully cracked in the head, a massive black eye and split her eyebrow. Open. It's, it's not good. I, it's not good enough. I think there should be, there should be major punishments for people. They're just banned from venues, yeah. fines, jails. Or whatever, because it's just so dangerous. And not just that, it's such a financial liability. Like, artists are a business when they're touring. It, it lets down, like, dozens and dozens of people on the tour, thousands of people that have paid yeah. money to see the artist. It's it's a it's big business. You've also got to be, like, one of the stupidest people on planet Earth to be surrounded by, like, <laughs> cameras and, like, fanatical fans. Mm-hmm. Of, like Harry, It happened to Harry Styles. It was luckily candy, so it didn't hurt as much. Yeah. But it was like, you were surrounded by people who would pay hundreds of dollars to see this person live, and you're like, I'm going to hurt that person, and I'm surrounded by these people. You've got to be one of the thickest people probably on planet Earth to think that that's a good idea. Adele. Mm. It's like all good things, well, I guess like all bad things, eventually someone is going to get to a point where they're like, enough is enough. Mm. And uh, I would say the dark night of the music world, Adele has stepped yeah. up and has gone... No more sky falling. I Nothing will, falling from the sky anymore. I will speak for my fellow musicians yep. and end the sky fall. Mm, fantastic. No more cans, no more lollies, no more anything mm-hmm, being thrown up on mm-hmm. stage. She's doing a residency at, in Vegas at the moment. She has decided to... I like this at the moment. It's seeming like it's a bit of a, a trend to, like, when you go and see a musician live, you're actually going to see their personality in between the songs. I love it's it. it's like, great, I'm seeing Adele perform this amazing, breathtaking song. I kid you not, Michael Bublé, when we went and saw him last month, he could definitely do a stand-up comedy tour. This There's, is it. He's funny enough in between the songs that I'm like, just cut the music out, mate. Just do stand-up. I think that that's half the appeal for people. You get to see a bit of their personality, you get to see them work. 
work the crowd, a little bit of fun. She's come out. She's noticed this trend as well, and she is... At the end of the day, I think people forget at the end of the day, Adele is Adele. She's not, she's, uh, she's what been. people love about her. That's what, exactly right. This is what people love about her. Um, she's come out <laughs> with a T-shirt cannon gun mm. and has laid out in pretty clear terms what she would like to have happen. Have you noticed how people are like forgetting f***ing show etiquette at the moment? People are throwing shit on stage. Have you seen that? I dare you. Dare you for something <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah, she's literally said, I dare you to throw something at me, I'll effing kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. shot a t-shirt cannon. I do like that she also gave off a firing, like she gave off a warning shot. A warning shot, shot into she's the like, crowd with a t-shirt. This thing works. <laughs> it took out Ned Flanders' wife. It did. People forget that. People t-shirt <laughs> cannon killed Maud Flanders. Yeah, go and watch The Simpsons. Notice how Maud's not in there yeah. anymore? She also messed she with the deal. She copped a t-shirt cannon <laughs> to the chest. This is. I love the fact that Adele's having fun with this, but also it is a real threat. Oh, I mean, no, a yeah. t-shirt cannon to their head isn't going to work well for anyone. She's like, you throw something at me, I promise it'll come back way harder at you. I will say, though, the people that go to see Adele at her Las Vegas residencies, she's taking a pretty safe bet that no one's throwing anything at her. Yeah, she's like, you guys You're are a paid. classy audience, yeah. let's be clear. <laughs> Josh, I am very, very fortunate to... Um, have potentially the cutest god daughter that's ever existed uh, on planet Earth. Mm. Can I show you? I just this would just be for you, but this is like a good way to get your headspace in the right. Uh, just get your sorry head in the right space. This is a video of one of the god daughters uh, enjoying the sugar rush that comes with enjoying a bit of yogurt. Okay, look, look at this. I just want to show you this. This will everyone else will just have to come along. I'm okay, just getting Josh me. into the yep. right. Look at that. Oh, it doesn't make sense, dude. She looks like a Pixar movie. She is just the cutest thing that has ever existed. Very cute. That is the small one, Chanel. Mm -hmm. My uh, first and foremost goddaughter was Aaliyah. Now, I love Aaliyah. Um, She calls me Bruno, which is very, very cute. Is that because you look like the disheveled guy that lives in the sewer from Encanto? The Rat King, yeah. You, you know yep. him well, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So the King of the Rats, Bruno from Encanto, I vaguely look like him, apparently yeah. according to a child, which is somewhat upsetting, but I also like being called Bruno. Yeah. Very, very cute. Um, Aaliyah is also one of the funniest kids because she seemingly is like an adult already. Like, I'd, I've not really met a kid that's like... She's not. She's just over three, and she is like. What are you talking? She got a job. She not have a job, but she's doing she, taxes. She doesn't, but she has a. She has the. She has, sort of has the attitude as if she does have a job and All does right. taxes. Like I will often go up to her and speak to her. Like we had a tea party once when I was over there, and mm-hmm. she kept giving me tea, and I was like, because I. When I was growing up, a tea party wasn't actually real tea. It was just like you would pretend to pour it into the cup, and then you would go. Mm. But in Aaliyah's world, she actually has like water. Obviously, it's not hot water, but she just fills up the teacup every time. So I drank in probably about 20 cups of tea and I went, oh, I'm very full of tea. And she rolled her eyes at me and went, <laughs> more tea. And I was like, I guess more tea then. She's so over everything and yeah. I love it so much. Unfortunately for Aaliyah, 
she cracked her tooth, uh, mm. and so she had to deal with a, a proper broken tooth, and because it's her baby teeth, mm. she kind of has to wait for it to grow out. Um, she went to the doctors and got it all taken out, but she was just in the doctors. She was such a brave girl. She had to get an IV drip. She had to mm. go under. She had to get her teeth taken out. She looks very cute now because she's, like, missing her two front teeth and will have that, like, the very cute-looking kid missing your two front teeth for, like, a while now yeah. until her new teeth come through. While she was in the hospital, uh, her mum, Sarah, sent me a Snapchat that I saved because it just perfectly perfectly uh, encapsulates how over Aaliyah is being a kid. You mm. know when you're a kid and you're like, God, I can't wait to be 18 so I can go do all the adult yeah. things and I can drive a car and I can stay out as late as I want. Aaliyah's there... She's there, but she's not four yet. She's like not she, actually four. She's not even gotten through being a kid, and she's like, I would like to be an adult yep. straight away. In this hospital, because obviously she's in the kids' hospital, she's a, a pediatrician, um, down the hallway there's a baby crying, which is part and parcel of going to a children's hospital. You're probably going to hear babies crying. Adults are usually the ones who are like, oh, my God, like do something about your baby crying. I will play you... What is Aaliyah hearing a baby crying down the hall? And just have a listen to how she replicates it. And you let me know if you think that this is a kid who is stoked on A, being a kid, and B, having kids around her. So this is her reacting to the kid down the hall crying. Just listen to it. And I might have to explain it afterwards. Mm -hmm. But this is Aaliyah, not a four-year-old yet, still very much in her threes, doing an impression of a baby. Have a listen. (laughs) that's mocking that is that's mockery i wish i could show you i can't post the video obviously because i don't want to post a a photo a video of someone else's kid but she's throwing her hands up every time she goes wow she's throwing her hands up like she's like this baby won't stop going she can't articulate this baby will not stop going wow the best she can get to is the baby goes the baby goes the baby goes then at the end she throws her hands up and walks out of the room I don't know where to go she's she's three she doesn't get to even pick where she goes back to the boardroom she's going back she's like I've got meetings to attend to I can't handle this I have never heard a toddler be more sick of toddlers in my life one more for the podcast yeah, it was seven minutes ago you were making that noise all the time, so calm down. <laughs> Taylor Swift been in the news big time here in Australia over the last 10 days. Obviously, her errors tour going on sale, uh, then going off sale very quickly as people bought all the tickets. The sale was a success. The sale was very, very successful. If, I'm pretty sure they allocated pretty much every single ticket. If your name's Taylor Swift, this, this, it was a success. If yeah. it's not, mixed bag. Yeah. Some people were very happy. Some people were not very happy. Do you think if your name was actually Taylor Swift, like not the Taylor Swift, but a Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift should be like, first, like you guys get preference. God, what an absolute, it would be a right. It would be an absolute right if somebody just named Taylor Swift, took the stage at the MCG. (laughs) Just like, well, you paid for a Taylor Swift. you paid for a Taylor Swift. We probably really should have read this fine print on the poster. It's a Taylor Swift. It's a good lesson in terms and condition, folks. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to give, I'm going to give all those songs my best crack and we'll see how we go. (laughs) (laughs) Am I not pretty? Oh, no, sorry. sorry. I'm very confused. (laughs) $3,000 in fines for Taylor Swift for garbage that's been left out the front of her New York City home.
So there's just like what trash out at the front. Hard I'm, I'm unaware of what's going on, but this is what happens. You put your, your trash out on the street in New York, gets cleaned up. But I, I don't know if she's putting it in the wrong place or the people. Yeah. Obviously, she's not there. She's on her tour. So the people that are looking after her house are putting the trash in the wrong place. You would probably, as Taylor Swift, have a multitude of properties that you would eventually just probably let your friends stay in. You're like, hey, look, I literally come to my New York apartment once a year or twice a year. So you guys can just live here. I have all these apartments. No worries. This would be the first time as for me as taylor swift be like uh you need to pull your weight a little yep. bit guys you're living p- potentially in my house for free in this scenario you got i don't want to hear about it on the news mm, and i don't want to have to now be because apparently she is arguing these fines down yeah like so she's trying to get in touch and argue the fines down like 200 dollars at a time which i don't get i don't get either. i would just want to make this go away it's <laughs> yeah. not a great news story no. it's like you jump dumping trash on the street i mean i get that this is probably just a snafu i don't imagine tales is actually throwing rubbish out of windows no but you, you do want this story to just go away don't you well for how much i've heard some people pay tickets three thousand dollars shouldn't even be something that taylor's like aware of it's That's like a commemorative lanyard exactly correct <laughs> it's like that uh thing where people go uh if bill gates was to drop a 50 dollar note yep. it would take it wouldn't be worth his time to stop, turn around, pick up the fifty nine because he's already made that much money in that you know amount the, of time. Do you know Big Willie style? Big Bill Gates himself has actually answered that. He's like, I would have fifty yeah, extra he dollars. Did, he did an interview and he was like, Yeah, no, of course I would turn around and pick it up. That's how you make money. Yeah, uh, the reason you guys are thinking like that is the reason I have so much money. I think. Uh, so yeah, get this done. If you Taylor Swift, just get it cleaned up and all that sort of stuff, and pay oh, your fines. Pay your fines. I think that's probably what I would do. But I would also very, very much shutter houses that I'm not in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's probably not going to pay well for her in the press, you know, putting a lot of housekeepers and all that stuff out of jobs. Mm. But it'd be a lesson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> put the rubbish in the right place next time, guys, Look. or I'm just boarding up my houses when I go on tour. <laughs> it is time for part two of the TikTok game. If you've never heard this game before, it goes as follows. You get on the phone, 13, 10, 60... If you have a time in your mind, I have acquired a TikTok biscuit from the jar of TikTok biscuits here in the studio. You get on the phone. If those two times are the same, we've all defeated Destiny and we've witnessed something that is nothing short of a miracle here on the show. Don't want to put the pressure on, but I'm not the one who called up. This person decided they can handle the pressure. Exactly right. They wanted the pressure. Ben from Dunlop, how's the pressure feeling this morning? Pretty good, actually. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, great. <laughs> that's what I love yeah, bring, to hear. Bringing bring just a level of reality to the situation, Ben. That's fantastic. Well, now, back to serious, because it is time for you to tell us what is the time on this yellow icing TikTok biscuit? 17 seconds. <laughs> Never... Fade Ben down because I'm about to. <laughs> Never have we got someone who has fundamentally misunderstood the game. Okay, maybe it's very evident to me that producer Michael has not explained the rules to Ben because I don't think he thought he had to. <laughs> Benjamin, maybe we get Ben back. Ben, ben it's got to be a time on a clock, mate. Have, have, it's got to be a time on a clock. Oh. Have, you, have you ever seen a TikTok biscuit before, Ben? 
No, I haven't. Okay, yeah. It really is the bare basics ben, we do I'm need coming to the table with epic music. Yeah. We've got sound effects. We've got a heightened <laughs> sense of seriousness. And you're coming to me with 17 seconds? Yeah. Look, Ben, oh. what... Okay. Look, let's do a quick reset. I don't know if we can get it back on track, oh. but certainly... Okay, here we go. Ben, Ben, give me a time of day that you would see on a regular <laughs> analogue clock. Let's go 7 o'clock. Okay, here we go. Imagine through Imagine all of this, wins. much like the Beverly Hillbillies, yeah, you've we won. went out shooting yeah. varmint and instead of found, <laughs> found oil. millions of dollars worth of oil. Imagine if Ben got it. Ben, it's not far enough away that I has it, I would like. Mm. It's only 20 past eight. So that means you're an hour and 40 minutes yeah, within it. You still lost. You still did lose. But Ben, thank you for but giving ben, us a wholehearted laugh. I will not allow you to go off a loser, though. You have won these tickets to Insidious the Red Door. Congratulations, Ben. Wonderful. Thank you. No, no problems thank you, at all, ben. mate. Thank you for the entertainment value this Could morning. Have never predicted that this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The TikTok game will be back up next because I want to see what happens next. (laughs) Ned, Apple have just confirmed uh, their worth as a company at $3 trillion. I'd say, like, congratulations, but wowee, that's a lot of money. It's so much money, uh, and it is all thanks to the stock market being the best start that it's had in, like, 40 years or something. It's it's good financial stuff. I don't know if it's real money or it's stock price money, which that confuses me how that equates to, because I think for it to be worth $3 trillion, everyone has to sell their stock, like, today. Yeah. So the company has to completely change hands today, but... $3 trillion, not bad. I have no idea how the stocks work, but it sounds like they're very liquid. Mm. Oh, no, they're not very liquid. They're very... They're, their money's around. This is what I mean. I don't understand. You know what I do understand? Three, uh, $3 trillion. $3 trillion. Yeah, a trillion yeah. dollars, yeah. I, 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 well, look, I'd go as far as to say, and I'm happy to put my hand up at 32 years old and say, I don't even understand $3 trillion. Is a trillion dollars a thousand billion or a, a million billion? It's a thousand billion. A thousand billion. I'm pretty sure. It's like, now I do understand three trillion dollars. Yeah. It's three thousand billion dollars. By the way, I don't know, but yeah. I think that's how it works. I think that's how it yeah. works. Uh, <laughs> it's an incredible amount of money, and I don't know if a company needs to be that big. No, this is what I'm saying. It's like, whoa. do you win? You've won. So if if we've got a game of Monopoly going around the whole world, and obviously I'm not accusing Monop- Apple of actually having a Monopoly because it's a legal term, but I'm just saying in board game terms. Yeah, like the actual game Monopoly. When do they win? That's when like, do they yeah. win capitalism? Like, do they get to five trillion and we go? That's all the grand hotels on all the properties. You doubled up. You're good. You're done. Shut the doors. I don't really know how to end Monopoly other than you have all the money. So is yeah. that what we're working oh, towards? Okay. So they have I see. All, until they have all the money, mm-hmm. it's still up in the air. As long as I still hold, like, maybe even one of the brown properties or, like, one of the orange ones, the very first ones, technically it's not a complete Monopoly. Yep. feel like they have way more money on the table than anyone else. So at the moment, as far as I can tell, the only way that Apple win at this point, because they're already getting away with, like, selling $8,000 yeah. computers and $4,000 phones, and the people are buying them. And the new $7,000 ski goggles that people are probably going to love when they come out in Australia. People can't get enough. They're, they're winning. Yes. But they will only win, if I'm understanding your logic correctly, when their customers no longer have money to buy their products. They essentially just give you stuff because yeah. they're like, well, we, are ha- we know you don't have any money. You know, we, we've we got all the money. money. We've got yeah. all the money. We, we have all the money accounted for. Guys, it's taken a while to get here, yeah. but as we unveil the iPhone 63, we know no one is going to be able to afford it we're because just, we have all the money. We're just sending them all out in the mail. Yeah. You guys just get one complimentary because, you, again, we've got all the money. It'll be coming out on your Apple post, so get ready for that. <laughs> 
yesterday I did a little job that I've been meaning to do for a very long time with my car, which was I took it to a place with the goal of um, fixing an item on the car that I had decided in my 32 years I could probably do myself. What was it? Well, let me tell you the, the item that I did first that has buoyed me with all of this. I feel like I now can do anything with my car. Mm. I changed the light, the headlight in my car mm. probably about seven months ago. There was one that had just gone out, and I was like, I'm not taking this to an auto electrician. There's got to be a way I can change this headlight myself. Now, unfortunately for me, my car, the way it's designed, the bulb is like behind another thing. Mm. So I essentially cut my hand up doing it. But I did do it, but it was a it was an effort. I probably just should have taken it to somebody. Yeah. So my windscreen wiper blades need replacing. And I've seen those Instagram ads that are like, we'll send you windscreen wiper blades and you just do it yourself. And I was like, well, then I must be able to do this myself. If I just go to Super Cheap Auto, I'll be able to get in there, buy some wiper blades, do it myself. My great. Well, not great. My grandfather, I mean, he is great, but he's just my grandfather. Uh, he was a mechanic like 30 years ago, and I still call him with like anything to do with coolant, yep. oil, petrol, anything to do with my car. I'm like, help. And he's you like- You call your grandfather for petrol? Uh, well, not usually which petrol. One I usually- I, which one do I use? <laughs> not <Not anymore>. <laughs> <laughs> which Unleaded. one is it? Is it diesel that yeah. I put into my car? He goes like, you realize I'm in my 80s. Yeah. I, have, I have other things I need to be doing other than answering what, but- And he's like, there might also come a day where I give you the wrong answer by accident. So, so if I'm calling him to just ask what kind of petrol I put in my car, I also- have changed my windscreen wiper blades. Good work. Good work. So, like, I'm a dead set moron yeah. of, of the highest caliber where I'm calling a man who is not, has been, not been a mechanic for longer than he was a mechanic, and I, even I could still figure out the windscreen wiper blades. So I was nervous about it. I sat in the car in the car park of Super Cheat, which is something I've done many times, YouTubing how to do the thing that I'm thinking of going in and buying the stuff to do and getting a gauge on to whether I could do it or not. And there was comments in the thing of the video I was watching of, like, cutting the wiper blades to size and mm. doing all sorts of disconnecting the arms. And there was discussions of bushes that hold the thing in. And I was like, okay, this does seem a little more complicated than I thought it was going to be. And I have been right to put this off for a long time. I've been right to make this a bit of a to-do. It's not something that's been able to be easily fixed. I walked in, went to the where the wiper blades are, and there was a big sign that said, we fit this store, fit this item in store. Ask us. So I went, oh. That can't be that simple, surely, because otherwise I would have done this eight months ago when my windscreen wipers first started sounding like a cat being dragged across a chalkboard as they would go across to wipe windows. Got to the front counter, said, hey, look, can I get some help with these windscreen wipers? Fully expecting them to be like, oh, the one guy that does this only works Saturdays. He's not in today. And they're like, yeah, no, sure, no problems. Mm. They did it in about four minutes and it cost like $20. Mm. And I now have the smoothest windscreen wipers going around and the moral of this story is I feel like an idiot now when I turn my windscreen wipers on for leaving this for so long when yeah. it was such an easy thing to fix. The only thing uh, you should feel like an idiot bit about is the fact that you paid another human being $20 to do something. Oh, that- I paid for the wiper blades. but Oh, so it was free? No, the the installation I think was maybe $4 or $5 or something. I reckon it actually was free. And the guy was like, this guy's such an idiot that he's come in here and asked me to do it. He's like, ah, that'll be four bucks. How much money you got in your wallet? Four bucks? I'll take that. Yeah. Afterpay? <laughs> yeah. I'll take whatever you got. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? 
<laughs> Radio ratings come out today, and if they're bad, I'm going to point to sh- stuff like this. Yeah. I'm going to be like, you know what? It's this stunning professionalism that yeah. carries us across the line. And I'll meet your point with a very, very uh, mild-mannered shrug. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Figures, doesn't it? <coughs> Josh, um, I'm not going to name a single name in this because I don't want to upset anyone, um, and I'm about to speak ill of very, well, at least speak very flippantly of a very close family friend. Okay. Um, um, there is a girl that I have been friends with, family friends with, since I can remember. Um, essentially, since I've been conscious or been able to have a thought that I could retain for more than 10 seconds, uh, this girl's been around. Little Bubba. Little Bubba. She's probably... You were a little Bubba. Three. Well, we were both little Bubbas. Yeah. yeah, she was like three years younger than me. Were you and her, like, were they always making jokes of, like, you guys would get married one day? Is that, like, were you that kind of family friends? No, because she had an older brother that was my exact age. So, oh, okay. so, she yeah. was so his... you were, like, his best friend. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. me and Sam. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, so me and Sam were best friends, and then her and then my sisters, because they were the same age, ah, were best yeah, friends. Good call. So they yeah. would, like, when mm-hmm. we would go and hang out, we'd be, like, break off into the guys versus the girls, and we would yeah. go and do whatever. We'd I play know PlayStation, whatever. One of my very good friends he actually did that so there was a girl he was like family friends him and her were born nearly at the same time yeah. they were babies together there's pictures of them at preschool together they did end up getting married that's so cute yeah. mm-hmm. i had another friend like uh, named maddie who i very much thought probably i'm like i don't feel any like i love you in a way that i love my sisters mm. so like i don't want to marry you but it does seem like everyone's like everyone's well you guys are the same age since we were babies and yeah. i'm like do you yeah. just get married cuz you are like so comfortable around this person so what's your story with the friend that has gotten the proposal because she, this is what we we teased we said there was a proposal you should have been able to see coming from a mile off she has been dating this guy who i've met multiple times he's such a cool dude Met him a multitude, a multitude of times. They've been dating for a few years now. Um, he's How long's a few years? Two or three? Three? Three or four. Three or four. Okay. They started right, just, you know what? Yep. They started dating just after we left the Gold Coast. So when yeah. we were there, so probably oh, oh, so four five, or yeah, five, five years ago. Five, four yeah. or five years, yeah. They've been dating for a very long time. Now, he's Italian. This whole week, I have been noticing that they are in Italy on the Italian coastline. Lovely. Sun-soaked beaches. Tremendous. Wine. White Lotus Season 2. Hell yeah. Wine, the likes of which no one has ever seen before. Beautiful food. Flowing summer dresses. Cool, open, blowing shirts. Hang on. Vespers? I haven't seen a Vespa. You haven't seen a Vespa. I haven't seen a Vespa. the whole picture then. But I can imagine that there have been Vespers. I was like... I'm we just, all know what's happening I'm here. Just, I'm just going to yeah, say that. Yeah. I'm like, Georgie is going to yeah. get married. So get, yep, getting proposed to. This is going to happen. Yesterday, lo and behold, she's been engaged. She's oh, been, she's been lovely. proposed to. Yep, there you go. She is now fiancé. And her husband, and her fiancé is uh, it's the Italian for fiancé. Her fiancé is uh, very, very happy. In the caption for this proposal photo where she was, like, very stoked and they're on the beautiful Italian coastline, she's standing there with her ring. The caption is, like, so shocked and surprised. Nah. What a beautiful nah. way. No, no, no. I was no, like, I nah, knew this nah, was going to nah, happen. That's not a surprise. I knew this was going to happen probably that's about not, a year ago. No, I'm sorry. That's not a surprise. But when your Italian boyfriend yep. took mm-hmm. you on a trip, I also, by the way, know roughly, I know what their both their jobs are, so yep. I sort of know what kind of money they're pulling down. When your boyfriend took you on a 
Couldn't be less yep. than ten thousand dollar trip to Italy all along the coastline for seemingly no reason. Yep. I was like, "You're gonna get, yeah, proposed getting to. proposed to. You're getting I proposed to." I would imagine. How does it not tick over in your brain that you're here to be proposed to when you see the like immigration guy with his little hat? Yeah, his little Inspector Clouseau hat yeah, yeah, that yeah. Steve Martin wears in Pink Panther. When when do you not go? Oh, as he stamps the passport, you go. Oh, I'm probably getting proposed to on this trip. I'm a realist, and I'm like, you either get proposed to on this trip, or mm-hmm. at the end of it, you, <laughs> you go. Break See you later. <laughs> Thanks for the Vespa trips, but obviously this is as far as it goes, If it isn't couldn't it? be done here, yeah. it can't be done anywhere. I guess Arid- Arrivederci, as the Italians would say, see that's you later. That's Amore. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a wrap on this. That's a wrap on the Amore. That's uh, no more, eh? I would love to know on 131060, because I was like, there is no way she didn't know, or maybe you're so close, you're mm. in the eye of the storm that you're not aware that this is what's going on. Maybe you are like so close to it that you're like, oh, my boyfriend's just acting completely normal. My girlfriend or my partner is just acting completely normal. Oh, wait, I'm in Italy. Of course, I'm going to get proposed to. I would love for people to get on the phone, 13, 10, 60. If you genuinely had no idea that you were going to be proposed to. In the most obvious of proposal scenarios. <laughs> Afterwards, you're like, how did I not, not know? Not realise, yeah. my, One of my best friends, Chris, took his girlfriend to Honeymoon Bay. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm so shocked and surprised when he proposed to me. I'm like, are you? Because the only place yeah. he could have taken you was Proposal Bay. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Honeymoon Bay. Thirteen ten sixty is the number to call. Yes. Was there a proposal that came your way and you were truly shocked and in hindsight you went, I should have seen this coming from a Obviously. mile away. <laughs> I would argue that if you're ever hearing this music yeah. and you're proposed to, shouldn't be a shock. You could shouldn't even, have been that shocked. Honestly, it could even happen in an Italian restaurant in Monica. <laughs> and you shouldn't be like, oh, that was, yeah, I could have seen that coming actually. Josh, Barbie. The Barbie movie's coming out this month. Um, very, very excited. I'm very excited for it. This song won't be in it. Apparently not. There's a remix. There's a Nicki Minaj remix of it. Bizarre to me. Yeah. What's the point of making the Barbie movie if you're not going to have Aqua in it? You will hear, like, that tune, but Aqua themselves, that just song won't be in it, which seems very Aqua are doing an arena tour at the moment, so I think Aqua are are capitalising on the Barbie Mm. movie in their own way. No, absolutely, and I think that that's absolutely the way that they should go, but uh, if you've been seeing Barbie everywhere, that's because it has been... Very, very well marketed. They want you to see it. And honestly, marketing for it is like kind of taken off. They've got yeah. Ryan Gosling, which is the internet lonely dudes uh, icon, essentially. So a bunch of dudes are going because seeing it ironically. Mm. There are a bunch of people who just love Barbie who are going and seeing it. There are a bunch of people who love Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie who are going and seeing it because they're very excited about seeing them do a movie together. doesn't matter why you go to see it as long as you go and see it. Essentially, that's the it's vibe. The marketing. It's the vibe from Mattel. They're like, we, you can go and see it ironically or very ironically, the, the money, money still cashes the, the money same. money spends the same. Um, Mattel have gone over the top, I'll say, because they've seen how well and how excited people are for this Barbie movie and have announced 45 movies of products that they make. There's been like 13 announced, which still leaves, what, 32 so left. So, hang on, you didn't you, you didn't misread that. It wasn't four, four, it wasn't four to five. Like, maybe we'll do yeah. four to five. We'll do four to five. Four to five. Forty-five. Forty-five. As in the number above 44 and one less than 46. 45 movies are going to be made. Do Mattel make Hot Wheels? 
Yes, and that's got to be one. one the, that's yeah. one of the ones that are confirmed. Uh, Magic Eight Ball movie that's what? been confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Hang yeah. on, what? Uh, he Man Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Polly Pocket that makes sense. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Rock'em Sock'em Robots that makes sense. Less sense. Well, at least what's the big storyline for that? Well, <laughs> how hard can you get rocked? Yeah, <laughs> or socked? Yeah, how hard can you get rocked and socked before your head pops off like those little robots? What? The most confusing one. Ready? Is the Uno movie that's been Uno being confirmed? You so know, the, you know, I know, we all you know for you know. Is that just about families having fights? Who knows? <laughs> they know, and I guess we will know eventually. There's such a thing as just because you've got a product, people understand. Does that mean it makes a movie? Like, no, I don't. Well, I guess we're about to find out. Because the Uno one will be the real test. The Uno one will I be the real see test. In a Jack Black sort of night at the museum, Ben Stiller kind of way, how the Magic Eight Ball movie would work. Me too. I can see how you would get there. This magic ball that people get sucked into, or it's something. Like, Jumanji. Owen Wilson's like the timekeeper. Yeah. I I can see how that would work, Uh but an Uno movie, I don't understand that at all. 45 have been... Well, 45 have been announced, but they're not saying which ones they are. They're Mm. saying like the 13. So I've gone through some of Mattel's property that they own, some IPs. I'd like to just give you some of their property, and just off the top of your head, pitch me a a movie. Okay. Just give me the baseline brainstorming. Yeah, okay, cool. Because... I don't think you are allowed to sue if nah, you. Nah, I don't nah. think if you're guessing ideas nah, about nah, IP sure. that belongs to someone else, you're allowed to sue. But go. It'll be a fun to go back to this at like twenty twenty eight, and you go see how right you were. Give me. So this um, is one of Mattel's uh, Mattel's products. Give me a movie for Jack in the Box. Mm. Like you twist it up and then eventually it springs out. This is not going to be what Mattel wants, but I can picture a really good horror movie for Jack in the Box. Like it'd be like an escape room that goes bad and the central character's name's Jack and he's the one that terrorizes the people inside the escape room that goes bad. I love that and I also think that they would be more on board than you think because Mm. they're making sort of like an edgy Barney movie. What? You know, Barney? Barney the Purple Dinosaur. (laughs) You know how he has hair everywhere. How are they going to make that edgy? Ask Daniel Kaluuya, he's attached to I mean, it. I did find Barney yeah. very scary as yeah. a child. Like, you know how some kids fear clowns? Yeah. I feared Barney, so... I mean, he was a dinosaur at the end of the day, so mm. that's fair enough. What about Kaplunk? Give me a movie for Kaplunk. Remember, you pull out the little sticks and you're trying to get the marbles to fall through? Mm. Kaplunk. What was the movie with Dwayne Johnson, Skyscraper? Rampage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yes. Kaplunk. Yeah. Just that again. <laughs> we just changed the title yeah. of it. Okay, and, and it's just The Rock trying to get down a tower. What about Whack-A-Mole? Mm. Caddyshack. So you can't so we expand yeah. on we expand on you Caddyshack where yeah. Bill Murray's yeah. constantly trying to kill the yeah. moles on the golf course. You are aware that yeah. just pitching yeah, sure. it, you so two of your three pitches have been <laughs> change the names of movies that exist. <laughs> Not all of Caddyshack. <laughs> Just the scenes where Bill Murray's trying to get so them off. So we'll have a 10-minute movie. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the Rodney Dangerfield stuff in there. Honestly, if you're making 45 movies, mm. you probably will this start having to... This is what you're going to have to do. Agree to some pretty bad ideas. This will rip some stuff off YouTube, I reckon. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.